This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 313. Fix your grammar gaps in IELTS Writing Task 1. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, I answer questions from Samia, a three-keys student from Saudi Arabia, about specific grammar worries in Task 1 and structural problems in Task 2. Listen for my top writing tips. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, lovely listeners. We are here with a very special student from Saudi Arabia. Um, I think you might be our first guest on the show talking to us from Saudi. Actually, it's my pleasure to talk to you on this show. I'm so happy to be the We're- first. I know, it's so exciting. We, I, I know we've had a few Brazilians, um, some Russians, you know, we've, we've spread out a little bit, but I, I do believe, and listeners, you can just write a note if I'm wrong, but I do believe that Samia is our first Saudi guest. So awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And the reason Samia is here today is because she is a student in our Three Keys IELTS Success System course. <laughs> a lot of S's in that phrase. And um, she was chosen for a live student consultation. Um, I love doing these. And today, I don't even know what questions she's going to ask. I thought we would try this a different way, be a little more spontaneous, so should be fun. All right, Samia, so, I think let's, so. <laughs> let's start at the beginning. Why, why did you choose our course? Well, I was listening to your episode before I joined the course uh, when I prepared for my third time IELTS. And I found that after the listening, like my, uh, my score jumped from, it was six to 7.5. And then I just believe in that course. Oh, wow. So your score jumped just by listening to the podcast? Yep. Which, which scores increased? All of your scores? The listening and the speaking. Oh, okay. Excellent. But so you still weren't nailing the reading and writing scores. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So you thought you could use a little help with those, but the listening and speaking scores are amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. So um, let's start with question number one. Samia, what question do you have for me today? 
Well, I would like to start with writing and I would like to start with task one. I have a question that confused me when I use the preposition. When I'm using a number, so I'm not sure what the difference is between to or at, off or with. Okay, yeah, good question. So in task one, in academic task one, guys, uh, 98% chance you're going to see a question with numbers. It's either going to be a static question or a change over time question. And this does influence the grammatical structures. Let me, let me just pause here as a side note, guys. Um, and for you, Samia, remember to try not to get too distracted by the small grammar details. Having said that, these prepositions are important to get right. So, um, for change over time, right? We're discussing movement. We're discussing numbers that move and change. That's why we use to, because to describes direction, right? So we say, um, for example, um, numbers increased from, right? From to, increased from 100 to 300 for example. Okay, Samia? So, from to. We can also use between and in that same context. So, we can say numbers increased between 100 and 300, right? Um, It's better to use from and to in that situation, though. It's, It's Better to say between and when you're describing the time or the date. So we can say numbers increased from 100 to 300 between August and December. Okay. So for example, there. And then at, at we use when we describe one point. Okay. So it's nothing's changing. Nothing's moving. It's, we're describing one point. So we can say, um, numbers peaked at a million, right? So yeah. that's still change over time. Um, but with static, we use at or with. We can say, um, let's see. The, the airline had, um, the highest numbers at one million. Or the airline had the highest numbers, comma, with one million. So in static, at and with are used in exactly the same way. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense, Samia? Yeah, yeah. And how about of? Of, when, when are you trying to use of in task one? I think it was when there is a differences in when I'm using a noun. But um, I think the structure of the sentence was noun, like there is a, an increase uh, of 10% in the price of, in the share price. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. This isn't, this is a really good point. So, um, of we use to describe, we, we, we only use with one number, right? So in exactly the structure that you're saying. So, if we could compare it with the other prepositions, right? So we would say like with the verbs, numbers increased uh, from 100 to 300. And in that case, we could say there was an increase of 200, right? So of, it introduces the difference, 
right? So between 100 and 300, right? It's a difference of 200. So we say there was an increase of 200, but we can also use by there if you use the verb. Numbers increased by 200. So by and of, they are used to introduce just the one number, just the amount of change, not the beginning and end, just the amount of increase or decrease. Okay. All right, cool. And Samia, don't worry about taking notes on this, all right? Because you'll, you'll have, you'll have the recording. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, cool. So prepositions, guys. Um, as for grammar in task one, we always say that it's kind of a wasted time to focus too much on grammar, right? That's, that's one of our messages and it comes through in the course. You can increase your other scores much more efficiently and quickly than you can your grammar score. However, as I said earlier, guys, these prepositions are important. And in the course, we do give you the sentence structures for each kind of question, including which prepositions go in where. But I know it can be confusing because there's a lot of prepositions. I remember when I was studying um, Spanish, the prepositions were like the bane of my existence. I just, I always got, I always guessed wrong. I was always using the wrong prepositions. They're, yeah, those are tough. So, okay, cool. Um, does that answer your question about that? Yeah, yeah, very well. Thank you. Okay, cool. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I usually found it very hard like to find linking word when it's a by or bar ch uh, bar chart. Okay. Um so the linking words in for static, you're talking about like the tables and the bar charts? Not the table, but the bar and by chart. The okay. So static questions are going to you're going to, you're going to write about these numbers in the same way as long as it's static, okay? So static is going to be a table, a bar graph, or a pie chart, okay? And the linking words that you use here are totally different than change over time. So linking, so linking words and change over time, those are easy because you use time words, right? Like in the following decade or after this or before this. Okay. So that's, that's pretty easy compared to static and static. You are listing facts. So you're going to use words like moreover, in addition, but you're also comparing and contrasting. So those linking words are very important in static. So you can see that in the, the, uh, the sentence structures in the course, Samia, in the static part of the writing module, we use like compared to blah, 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 or in contrast to blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's those two groups of linking words you're going to use most would be the addition linking words and the compare contrast linking words. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. your focus for static. All right. And it's, and let me just note here again for our listeners, guys, that, um, I believe we talked about this in a, in a recent episode, perhaps a month ago, but static and change over time are two different beasts. They're two different animals, guys. You can't use the same as we've seen prepositions and you can't use the same vocabulary. Right. So again, Samia, like if, um, it, there's a lot of information in the writing module. So go ahead and watch those lectures and do those practice exercises more than a few times so you feel comfortable with the differences. Okay. 
Hello, students. If you are ready to get into the only online course with a guaranteed score increase, check out our Three Keys IELTS Success System. You can get in today at allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash K E Y S. All right, cool, good,、okay. um, awesome. We are we are moving and shaking today, Samia.、Um, I love how specific your questions are. It makes it much easier for me to answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's、um, cool. Do you have anything else? Any other worries? Yeah, actually, it was. It is also in the re- in the writing, but task one. I always、okay. like in the previous preparation. My teacher told me not to use I or like personal example. Like I believe, I think, or any personal example that it should. That she told me that the example should be global, like very general, like about some country, like in Africa there was some kind maybe of diseases, but I cannot、mm-hmm. say anything about my personal experience. Oh no, that is that is completely wrong. If you look at the writing task two question in the um in the question itself on every exam. And every practice exam, it says,、um, support your ideas using your like what、uh, your knowledge and personal experience. So, in fact, okay, there's two parts to this answer, Samia. You do have to give your personal opinion. You do have to say, to my mind, I believe blah blah blah. To be frank, I feel that blah blah blah. You, the examiner, must see your personal opinion throughout your essay. To score highly in task achievement, sorry, task response. Okay, okay. So you do have to give your personal opinion. The other side of this is the support. How do you support your reasons in the body paragraphs? Okay, we need a variety. Definitely use a personal example. Okay, you can, but just one. Right. It's not the information that's informal. It's the way that we write about it. So you can use academic high-level vocabulary to describe a personal example. We know the examiners know that you do not have access to a computer or your smartphone. What what else can you use, right? So,、wow. as a general rule, use a personal example in one paragraph, and then in the other paragraph, use some fake research or you know, like from a news article or something like that. Okay. Now you don't you don't have to do this, of course, but that's a good guidance for practice,、um, just to get used to to coming up with a variety of examples. All right. So let me let me give you an example. Okay.、Um, so what if the task two question asks um, um, the advantages of public transport? I know that's easy, but <laughs>、um, I live in Portland, and public transport is amazing here. So. Like an informal response would be like, "I totally love taking the Max because it gets me everywhere I want to go." Right? That's, I mean, that's informal. But I could take the same information and I could say,、um, "To to provide an example from personal experience, the public transport it, the public transport system in Portland, Oregon, is ex- extensive, affordable, and efficient." 
For instance, I can get from my home to downtown in um, no more than 15 minutes while only spending a maximum of $5 for traveling for the day or something like that. So the way we express it is still formal. Uh Right. Um, So the reason your teacher, the reason your teacher told you that is because it, um, your teacher's coming from an academic writing skills background. Cause I know I made that mistake when I first started teaching IELTS too. So Samia, just remember that you need to trust an IELTS professional, right? If someone is not familiar with IELTS, they're going to teach you some, some wrong rules. Because IELTS is unique. It's not a research paper. It's not a paper for uh, your teacher or anything like that. It's for an examiner who is looking for very specific things, such as your personal opinion. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with that. I can see the difference also. Sorry? I can see the difference when you gave me the example. Cool. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and let's, you know, we could extend this advice to speaking part three as well, because I know a lot of students are afraid to talk about personal things in speaking part three, because the answers are supposed to be global, right? Like you said, global, that's a great adjective. However, again, I mean, it's all about, it's all about just tackling the highest scores. And how do we do that? We speak fluently and coherently. And we're more able to speak fluently and coherently about our personal life than try to bring up in our mind some like statistics about Africa or whatever. Like, don't waste your time, guys. (laughs) Just speak about the first thing that comes to mind. But the scoring is all about how you communicate it. Not the ideas, not the information itself, but how we communicate. Okay. Yeah, great. All right, cool. Um, do you have it? I think we have time for one more question, Samia. Do you have anything else? Yeah, actually, it's in uh, the question itself. I was confused between the argumentative essay and the opinion. One question was in the bonus. Uh, the question was asking about some people think that uh, children should join school at age four or four. And the mm-hmm. the question was give I think it was disagree agree or disagree and then give yeah. your reason. I feel like because they only give us one part, then I have to write opinion essay. No, totally not. So every time you see those words in a question, agree, disagree, could be how far do you agree or, or disagree. Um, To what extent do you agree or disagree? You can write an opinion essay. However, writing an opinion essay, writing a high-scoring opinion essay in the amount of time given is more difficult than writing a high-scoring argument essay. So, we are only focused on getting the highest scores, right? How do we do that? The best strategy is just to write an argument essay all the time. (laughs) So, in that case, you would write about the other side in paragraph two, and then write about your opinion, your side in paragraph three. Okay, so that way we're we're always sure to give a balanced answer. We are satisfying all parts of the question, okay, which if you write an opinion essay, you might miss out on something in the question, and your task score goes down. So it's always better to just write an argument essay. Whenever in doubt, write an argument essay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, cool. Wow, this has been this has been a jam packed episode. Good questions. Thanks so much, Jessica. So, listeners, just as a reminder, um, the reason that Samia got to come on today and ask me any of her IELTS questions was because she is a student in our course and she was chosen to participate in this free mini consult lesson, which all of our listeners can benefit from because I'm sure you guys have a lot of the same questions as Samia did. So, if you want to check out our course, get a chance to come on the show with me, please go to to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Samia. Thank you so much for your answering, for answering my question. My pleasure. My pleasure. It was super fun. All right, cool. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Bye.